<laughs> just do whatever the heck that they were doing. I did the Taliban training workout for six <laughs> weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Perfect Podcast. Joining me again uh, is my wife. Wow. After a hiatus, um, <laughs> we had Matt on, yeah. longtime friend, mm. um, and we did like a, a a bourbon tasting. I don't know how it went over. Oh, you know, with all the fitness people, but did you read the comments? There, there weren't many comments on oh. YouTube. We don't get many <laughs> comments. We don't get many views, to be honest. Well, I think we yeah. get more listens than views. So. Oh. That's interesting. Um, you can't really leave a comment on Spotify, but you're back. That's you're back true. From your hiatus. The dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good to have you back. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, how's it been going? Well, just fine. Just fine? Yeah. Great. I made croissants. Oh, you made croissants this morning, actually. Well, I made them yesterday. I yeah, it's a really long process. Morning, yeah. It doesn't, yeah, it takes days. Yeah. Um, but they're phenomenal. I'll throw a picture up because, you know, they're photo worthy. They're incredible. Mm -hmm. And I took a picture this morning and posted it on my Instagram. It was like my wife's like making it hard to st stick to the diet plan. Mm. Um, because you made, not only did you make croissants, but you made chocolate croissants. Yeah. And they're just, they're, they're phenomenal. They're incredible. I don't, yeah. I don't know how to, you know, without our viewers, listeners eating them, there's no way yeah. for them to truly know like how good they are. It's true. They can imagine it though. They could if they've had a good croissant, but yeah. I, you know, who knows how many people out there? I feel like not, maybe maybe more than I'm thinking, but I feel like just most people. So they're just eating crescent rolls. They're eating crescents, <laughs> yeah, from uh, <laughs> from from uh, Pillsbury. The, yeah, the crescents. Mm -hmm. I mean, those aren't bad. They, those are good, but they're like uh, they're like a. It's a different. It's a different, different food kind of group good. altogether. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was really exciting for me. Also. I just had to do, I did, I did more cardio today. Um, not that, you know, I did enough to work that off because it's a lot of calories, but um, yeah, it felt worth it for yeah. sure because they're so good. Always. I got a message from Matt Forte, who we've talked about before, mm -hmm. um, NFL running back for the Bears for years. Um, he's retired now, uh, but he's like my age. He's retired. He retired at like, you know. In his early 30s. But how, any, how old do you think you're going to be when you retire? I don't know. I don't know if I, I'll ever retire. Oh. Never? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. What is it? Wow. If you don't have like a conventional job, I don't know. I mean, at some point, right? You're just like, you know what? I yeah. Did enough. Yeah, but I'll still want to do stuff for fun. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Matt Forte, <laughs> he's, uh, he shot me a message. He's going to. He's going to fly out here. We're going to do a workout together, so I'll record that. And then we're going to do a podcast, like in-person podcast. Whoa. But Matt is up 14 pounds. And it's like lean muscle. I was going to say, isn't that bad? Uh, no, he's trying to add. He's trying to build muscle. Oh. The idea was we were trying to build lean muscle. And if you look at his, like, befores and currents, like photos, you, you it's like you don't, there's not, you can't tell a difference. Yeah. It's, it's incredible because it's like he looks the same, but he's gained 14 pounds of muscle. Wow. Um, yeah. And so we're, we just did a deload week and now we're, he's moving into a cutting phase. So we'll see how that goes. And hopefully, you know, at some point with his permission, maybe I'll share those, but, mm -hmm. um, 
He's crushing it. But I'm excited to. You're going to leak his picks. Going to leak his picks. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> I'll just say that the you know the place was hacked. <laughs> we used to my friend Matt, who was on the last episode, and I used to have a a music blog uh, forever ago. Not Matt Forte. Not Matt Forte. My friend Matt, who was on the previous episode, mm. the whiskey guy. Mm. Uh, Lots of Matts. Well, so there's a lot of Matts in my life. <laughs> my dad's name is Matt. It's true. <laughs> Your middle <laughs> name. So is many Matt. Matts. My middle name is Matt. <laughs> ah. Um, Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> are you sure you like me on this <laughs> I think it's w- definitely more entertaining. Yeah, of course. Uh, with you here, no doubt. Oh, we used to have a music blog, hmm. and uh, oh, one day it got hacked. Cool. And uh, whoever hacked it put up like pro Taliban, like jihadist, like it was just a, it was just a Taliban page. <laughs> And I was like, <laughs> I was so panicked. I was like, I, uh, how, what do we do here? This is a, not a good look for, for us. Yeah. Um, and I, I was able to figure out, like, it wasn't like a sophisticated hack. It was something that I did, that I left something. You I, I left the door open. The Taliban stuff up. Yeah, I hacked my own website and put pro-Taliban stuff up. Nice. Um, Creative outlet. So I was able to undo it, but I was so panicked. Um, yeah, just a story about being hacked. The Taliban. The Taliban. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that video of the Taliban working out? There's like, no. like I think it's like maybe a, like a U.S. military base. We left, and there's just like workout equipment in the gym, and they, they don't really know how to use it, so they're just like yeah. riding, like riding stuff. And I'll throw up the clip because it's phenomenal. Like people you, need to see it. The This would probably definitely get taken down, but what if you did, <laughs> like, a, you know how before you've done, like, some famous guy's workout, workout or something? Yeah. If you did, like, the Taliban <laughs> <laughs> training workout. And you, you just do whatever the heck that they would do. I did the Taliban training workout for six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you won't believe the results. Oh, that's a good April Fool's one. Too bad it already That's phenomenal. Passed. Yeah, and I think that even... If I came out and said afterwards it was an April Fool, Fool's thing, I would have already lost a, a bunch of people. Yeah, but it's worth it for the goof. That's hilarious. For the goof? I don't know if it, it's worth it for the goof, but it oh, that's a pretty damn feels good like goof. It feels like it is. That's so funny. <laughs> um, maybe next year. Yeah. If More people followers. Are, if people are listening <laughs> now, fast forward next year. Hang with me till next year. And uh, we may do that. As a April Fool's prank, wow, we were covering some ground. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you so much. Uh, all right, well, do you have anything else you want to say before we jump into some questions? Mm. Any updates? Oh, you've been going to the gym a lot in the morning, the super yeah, early. Very yeah, early, too early. How's that been? Oh, it's been fine. I just, I just go there, and I work out. Yep. And then I sit in the sauna, and then I come home. Which uh, was crazy because you about it. you were telling me about the sauna in the women's room. Mm-hmm. In, the, in the restroom? In the, <laughs> in the locker room? In the locker room? I don't know. It's a women's only area. It's just, I don't know. Uh, yes. And I, I was like, well, we don't have one in, our, in, the, in the men's room. Mm. And uh, <laughs> we do, apparently. I just didn't know it was like back there behind the shower. So Yeah, it's great. 
probably because I didn't get a tour either yeah. of the place. Um, so that was like a pretty exciting discovery mm-hmm. um, yeah. that you made for me. But yeah. you, so you just been working out and it's just been fine. You don't have any, nothing else to add about it. Um, <clears throat> still sucks most of the time, but you don't enjoy it. No, not really. But the sauna part you do. That's yeah, fine. That's the reason why I go. Okay. So I've been also reading a book about, um, habits. And so they talk about habit stacking where you do a habit that you want to do with the habit that you don't want to do. So it makes you do the one you don't want to do. You just like pair them up? The one that you do want to do. Yeah. That's a great idea. I don't really want to go to the gym, but I like going to the sauna, so. Right. That's a good idea. the gym to do the sauna, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, but it's been fine. People at the gym are weird. I wish I could take videos of everyone and post them, but I can't. Yeah, but we can't do that because Joey Joey Swole will take us down. Yeah, but there's this one cool girl who I would talk to if I could. She seems so cool. She seems cool? She's super tall. What makes her cool? What? got a cool vibe cool vibe uh-huh yeah tall yeah she's tall she's got braids she just looks cool okay she's really strong well maybe we can track her down see if she wants to be friends i don't want to do that <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> i'll just admire her from a distance but that person's not weird that you you think they're cool so but who, no. who are the weird people that you're talking about oh just people okay i don't know i feel like the morning crew i see the same people every day they're all kind of there every day but I don't talk I've probably to never them. seen those people because I don't go that early ever. No, I'm there at like five. Yeah, that's early. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people have to do that. It's the only that's time they true. can go. So yeah. I have no other time in the day. Yep. But I go to the sauna. That's nice. And you have it stack. Yeah. Have it stacking. Have it stack. Have it stack. Yeah. Have it stack. Have a snack. Have a snack. Have it stack. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want to jump into some questions? Because we always have questions from the the viewers. Wow. And um, what I mean by that is like the Instagram story viewers. fans. All right. Well, how complex should my training program be? How complex should my training program be? Mm -hmm. Um, Well, it doesn't need to be complex. I think simple is better. I think people think that complexity is important because of this misconception that like muscle confusion is somehow leading to hypertrophy, um, which which means like you got to just constantly be doing different movements and mixing it up and never doing the same thing, which would make the program complex. But that is not at all like helpful. Like if you're trying to build muscle, if you're shooting for hypertrophy, you need to do the same movements, progressively overload the same movements for 10 to 12 weeks. And the program needs to be well-rounded, but it's it doesn't need to be complex. What does well-rounded mean? I just mean it needs to it needs to cover the bases. Like you need to yeah. understand what muscles you need to train and how much volume to train them with. But simple is better. And what I mean is, you know, four three or four movements for a muscle group is is perfect. It's enough. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people think. Complex is better also because none of the programs that they're on are working for them. Mm-hmm. And it's usually because they're just like hopping from program to program, not actually putting the work in and not mm-hmm. actually doing what the program calls for. Yeah. And so, you know, you, you get to a place where you're just, you just think that, oh, I just need to find the right program. None of these are working. Mm-hmm. When in reality, I have this happen a lot with clients. They're just not putting the work in. 
Yeah. They're not doing what the plan is asking them to do. Mm -hmm. And so they're not seeing results, but that couldn't be the case in their mind. That has to be, I have to find a new program. I just haven't found the right program yet. And it's not like complex enough. And that's just not true. So it's their fault. Uh, not all the time, but it is it can be their fault. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> a lot. Of I mean, I'm time. sure there's a lot of bad programs out there. Yeah, there's sure. so many cookie cutter PDF plans that are just available out there. You can go buy for you know 15, 20, 30, but who knows yeah. what they're charging for them? But um, I think that's the difference between. <laughs> I would like to find out. So <laughs> yeah, let me know. Uh, but I think that's the difference between. I used to do that when I first started. I was doing like cookie cutter PDF plans, but now I'm like. It's there's no like one thing fits everybody and everyone has different goals and has different weak points and and different like needs. Like so a lot of people can't work out six days a week and they don't have yeah. certain equipment. So the plan really has to be tailored to them, but it doesn't need to be complex. Can I eat whatever I want as long as I'm in a caloric oh, right. deficit to lose fat? You can eat literally anything. As long as you're eating in a caloric deficit, that means it's you know, eating less calories than it takes to maintain your current weight, you know, your current composition. Mm-hmm. So you could eat literally anything and lose weight as long as you're eating less yeah. than what it takes to maintain your, your body composition. Um, but the thing is, if you just eat garbage and eat less of it, you're still going to feel like garbage. Yeah. And you're going to lose weight maybe, but your overall health is going to suffer and if you don't get a certain amount of, you know, if you don't hit your macros, if you don't get a certain amount of fat and protein and carbs in your diet and you don't have vegetables, I had a client who was like, do I have to eat vegetables? I don't want to eat vegetables. I'm like, yeah, you have to, what do you mean? You have to eat vegetables. Don't you know the pyramid? Like <laughs> you, you, you need to have a well-balanced diet. Yeah. You can't just eat garbage and then, I mean, you can, you can eat garbage and lose weight, but you're going to feel like trash and you're just, it's not going to, it's not the best. Don't do that. Do I need steroids to get as big as you? <laughs> you don't need to do steroids to get as big as me. I'm not even big. Yeah. I mean, look at me. I look big. Just, look, the, at me. just look at me. I'm not that big. <laughs> I, I look big in the photos because of, you know, there's nobody standing next to me that's bigger than me. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, you don't have anything for scale. It goes, it's like uh, Matt Forte's progress photos. There's no, there's nothing for scale. So you don't know, you know, if you put me next to a, a photo of, of him, you know, he's like 225 pounds and he has like the same body fat as me. If I stood next to him, you would be like, oh, I don't need steroids to get as big as him because he ain't that big. <laughs> There's a natural bodybuilder that I follow. Um, his name is Brian DeCostas and his physique is insane. Like you would swear that he is on some something and he's not. He's a he competes in the natural bodybuilding circuit and he looks crazy i mean he's you know he's like 230 pounds and he is absolutely shredded so no you don't need to you don't need to take steroids you you don't need to do that you just need to work harder most likely and get your diet dialed what's the ideal time for a post-workout shake <laughs> it feels like a dating question. <laughs> When's the best time to like buy her a drink? <laughs> also, the word shake is always so funny too. I can't call Why? it a shake. What do you call it? A smoothie. Because I don't just like mix sure, but it up you with a lot of smoothies don't necessarily have protein in them. You know what I mean? So they're not. 
It feels like if you say a shake, you're like, it. Of course, it, that's going to have a protein just puts powder me off, in it. You, know? you just don't like the word shake. No. Okay. It's like a body shake. Yeah. So what's the best time for a post workout? <laughs> body, body shake. shake. Yeah. Uh, well, a lot of people think you have to get it. Well, a lot of people think you just need a shake after you work out and that's it. And you need to get it immediately. <laughs> you need more than just a protein shake at, right after your workout. Yeah. Um, and you don't necessarily need it right after your workout. And what I mean is you need to consume your post-workout meal. It shouldn't just be a shake. Um, Why? let me say this in most cases, that's not ideal. There could be some, a few cases where just a shake post-workout is enough, but most likely your macros, to hit your macros for the day, and I would say these are the two most important meals of the day, your pre- and post-workout meal. Mm-hmm. So I would make them meals, and most likely you're going to need, it needs to be more than a shake because you need more than just protein. Like you need, mm-hmm. you know, fats and carbs um, to go towards your overall intake for the day and help you hit your macros. Um. Uh, yeah, like I said, a lot of people think, oh, as soon as you're done working out, you need to get a protein shake in you. Um, otherwise, you're going to lose gains or something. And that's not true at all. You just need you need to make sure that you're doing a pre-workout meal. And we've talked about it a million times, but the carbs in that meal are going to fuel your workout. The protein in the, the meal is going to put your body in the anabolic state during the workout. Um, and that is, I think, the most important meal of the day. So if you're not doing that, you need to do that. And then your post-workout meal, the timing of that just needs to be within six hours of when you ate that pre-workout meal. So you can count to six, like you could figure this out. But you should be consuming that pre-workout meal like an hour to an hour and a half before your workout. You know, then you have another four and a half hours afterwards, whatever to, in theory, you know, get in those nutrients post-workout. Now, like we said, a lot of people have to go to the gym super early, like you, like five o'clock. So it's hard to eat an hour and a half before that. Um, which makes things tough, um, but if that's the only time you can go, then you could you could do like 30 minutes is probably the closest I would do because mm-hmm. you don't want to feel like, you know, bloated or whatever. Yeah. Um, but you could do like a shake and, a, and some oatmeal or something would probably be enough, but that's the timing within six hours of your pre-workout meal. Right. And it probably should be more than a shake. Are 16 sets a week for triceps good for hypertrophy? Yeah. <laughs> they are. Yep. 16, what is 16 sets? Like, give me a, what would, what would that actually look like? 16 sets a week for your triceps. So if you do one exercise, like I said, you probably need to do three or four sets of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people do three sets. So if you do three exercises mm-hmm. at three sets, how many sets is that? I don't know. Nine. So if you did three exercises mm-hmm. at three sets on one day for triceps, mm-hmm. that's nine working sets. You would need to get probably more than that. So you'd have to hit it another day or add more volume to that to that training day. Mm-hmm. The recommended sets per week for like a beginner to an intermediate is somewhere between 12 and 20 sets a week. So 16 is right in that range. Um, and you just need to figure out how to break up those sets with, if you're going to do one tricep day, which mm-hmm. a lot of people probably aren't, you're going to break it up into two. 
shoot for somewhere in that 12 to 20 set range. The thing is, people will go like one of two ways. And they'll go like, oh, I just need to get, I'm not seeing results. I need to do more volume. I need to do more sets. If I just did more exercises with more sets, I'm going to mm -hmm. see more. And a lot of times they're not quality sets and you're just burning yourself out. You're doing so much volume that number one, it's not like good volume mm -hmm. because you're not actually pushing yourself and you're not getting into that like one or two reps in reserve range. And most people just won't. You, you, <laughs> Have you ever had a dream where you, you just want to, <laughs> you, you just, you would just, you, you, you would just, you, you want them to do you so much you can do anything. <laughs> a lot of people just do way too much. They'll just go overboard, do a ton of volume. It won't be something they can recover from mm -hmm. if they're good sets and chances are they're not, it's not good volume. And then the other end of the spectrum is like going into that 12 to 15, you know, 20 set range per muscle group, but you're not, there's no intensity there. Like you're not coming to that again, one to two reps in reserve. Mm -hmm. You know, there needs to be that intensity with those sets. That's enough volume, but they have to be good sets. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So the answer is yes, but I would I would just maybe do an audit on your the quality of those sets. Thoughts on adding peanut butter to my protein shake? Yeah, I mean, it, I think it depends uh, for two reasons. One is I had a friend who vaguely understood macros, um, wasn't really tracking them, but like knew, you know, enough to know probably around the range they should be shooting for as far as calories and fats and stuff like that. Um, and I remember having a conversation with him one day talking about peanut butter and he was like, oh yeah, like ate a cup of peanut butter. <laughs> and I was like, what, you ate a cup of peanut butter? What do you mean? And he was like, yeah, it was like a cup of, it's not that, it's like a cup of peanut butter. And I was like, do you have any idea how many calories that is? He's like, it's not that many calories. I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> For whatever reason, people don't understand how many calories are in peanut butter. Yeah. Now oh. you need, like, you definitely need to get, you need to get a certain amount of fat mm -hmm. in your, in your diet. Um, a lot of people, again, a misconception is if I eat more fat, I get fat. Like if I eat fats, they're going to turn into fats. And that's not true at all. Like you need a certain amount of, of mm -hmm. like good fat in your diet and you can get them from you can get it from like avocado or peanut butter is a great option if you want to throw it into your shake but i would just like make sure you're aware of how many calories yeah uh you're you're putting into that shake with that mm -hmm. but yeah you can go go ahead add it live your life live your life <laughs> do you recommend fasting <laughs> why are you laughing because <laughs> this feels like a spiritual question I think it only feels like a spiritual question because we've been involved in ministry like for a long time. I, I think if like, you just I like feel like the concept of fasting is, is I feel like it's pretty <laughs> religious and spiritual. Sure. But I think it's shifted recently. <laughs> sure. Um to more of like when someone says I'm fasting it people could be like leaning more towards uh, it's for health reasons or like your diet or something. Maybe with in intermittent your world. fasting. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm just not in my church world. <laughs> There's never a time that anyone says I'm fasting, and I think they're doing it for. Well, that's what I mean. That's what I said. We both work in ministry, so that's all. It's always spiritual. 
Um, do I recommend fasting? I think spiritually, I think it's a fantastic. <laughs> I think it's fantastic. Yeah. A fantastic exercise. Mm-hmm. Is it? Would you call it an exercise? Yeah, discipline. Discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's fantastic and it has a lot of benefits that spiritually. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of clients who are right now in Ramadan and so they don't eat from like sun up to sundown. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's going to affect the meal plan that I gave them. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really fit, but you know, if it's a spiritual reason, it has to, it'll most likely take over or take precedence over, you know, your, your physique goals or, you know, mm-hmm. your health goals or whatever. Like if it's spiritual, if you're trying to do like intermittent fasting, um, to lose weight or, um, I think it's, I think it can be a slippery slope because number one, like I said, the pre and post workout meal are so important. So it's hard to, when you're fasting, it's hard to fast like at an, at normal times and, and get those meals in. Mm-hmm. Like you're missing out, you're missing a major window there. I mean, you could just fast from like <clears throat> dinner to breakfast. <laughs> it's just called sleeping. <laughs> I sort of fast, like when I'm cutting, like I'll wake up and have a shake. <laughs> I'll wake up and, and get a shake. So I get like a certain amount of protein in me. I, I add a ton of ice into it. So it like fills me up. And then I don't eat again until that pre, pre-workout meal, which is usually like one or two o'clock. Um, and so that is sort of not really fasting, but it's like being strategic but I'm not missing that pre and post workout meal. So I'll eat that meal. And then the post workout meal will be dinner, whatever you're making that night. And so I think, you know, if you just wanted to lose weight straight up, intermittent fasting might be something that, that helps you. If you need to just be like so regimented that you just don't eat anything all day long and that's helpful for you. And that's, I don't know if it's sustainable. I feel like that might be harder to, to do. I feel like it just like so quickly goes into like disordered eating land though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well that's what I mean by a slippery slope. Yeah. Can I say one more thing about fasting? One of the things I love most about fasting that I discovered from doing it for spiritual reasons is just like having, just exercising like self-control. Mm-hmm. It's like I have so much respect for people who do it because it's like food is a necessity. Like you, it, you don't just want food, but you need food to survive. So when mm-hmm. you when you when you say I'm not going to eat food, that is like the ultimate like self control move. And I had a lot of respect for people who do it because it's just like a it's so disciplined, and it takes a lot of it takes a lot to do that. So yeah, yeah. but again, and pitfalls. Be careful. <laughs> Watch out. Watch <clears throat> um, I tried doing 75 hard yeah and then what I, happened well i went out of town that's really what happened okay i fell off the that's why you weren't at the episode bit. huh you were in kentucky is that it yeah probably but i you, went to new york and then i came back and then i went to kentucky yeah that's why you weren't on that episode yeah so then i was like kind of like 75 semi hard <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then it was like 75 flaccid. soft yeah <laughs> you know so we're still kind of in it but what do you mean not by as that? intensely okay so you're not doing it yeah <laughs> that's what it means <laughs> basically um but, 
75 hard. 75 days of it being hard. Is that right? <laughs> 75 days straight. <laughs> Is it 75 hard. days? Uh, Yeah. You tried it? I tried it. I would probably do it again. It's just like hard. It's hard know? when you have a full-time job and a baby. 75 it really hard. is. It's really so, hard. Well, and I was like doing something where like I would do, because you do two workouts a day. Yeah, two a days. Which if I didn't have a That's baby, a fine. Sure. I could easily do that. But I'd come home from work and then we would either like go for a walk or something like that. And then she just got into a phase where she did not want to be strapped into her stroller anymore. So I was yeah. like, well, that's kind of screwed me over. So now she's in a phase where she's just screaming. Yeah, she loves just to just angrily scream at screaming anything. For yeah. Just no reason at all. Yeah. Well, I think she's just getting to a point where she doesn't have the words to communicate what she actually wants to say. And so it's very frustrating. But she's never had them. I know, but so now what, she's now like very what? aware because she's like, I know exactly what I want to say. Yeah. But I can't say it to okay. you. Okay. So she's yeah. really frustrated so she's about that. Just screaming, which is an interesting development. Yeah. Um, it's not it's not awesome. You know, so hopefully we have a vocabulary breakthrough soon, but you know. Yeah, but she didn't want to be strapped into the yeah, no. the stroller. You so never I know well, I, I don't know what's next. It's like does someone know what's gonna happen next? Like what's know. she gonna do next? Go, no we've, had, there, we've had children for thousands of years. Can we not figure this out? Someone know. tell me what she's going to do next. Like, what will be the next phase so I, mean, I can prepare could, for it? You could research it. Okay, maybe I'll now. do some research. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like it's just so random. Yeah, it does Like, her like preferences that. will be just change instantly <laughs> and be so different. <laughs> I'm like, my parents, certainly they went through this with me and... And I'm here still, so mm-hmm. it doesn't feel too overwhelming, but it's also like, fuck, this is crazy. Yeah, she's a crazy girl. And she's never sat still. She just is. No, she can't. She just goes. Can't do it. I remember taking her out to the church lobby in, during a service out there with like three other babies her age. Mm-hmm. And they're just sitting there. I know. They're not doing nothing. So nice. Just sitting there. Can you imagine? And she's just like a fucking ping pong machine. I know. Just, I can't keep up with her. If I turn my back for one second, she's gone. I know. And she was only, I mean, she wasn't even a year old. So I'm like. She could never, even as a tiny girl, (laughs) she couldn't even like lay her head down to do something. She always had to be looking around doing something. It's got to be, one of us is to blame. I don't know whose genetics it is, but. I feel like both. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We always have to be doing something, don't we? Anyway, 75 semi-hard didn't go so good. You're 75 semi-hard. Yeah. But it did get me back in the gym consistently, which is good. And I'm starting to read more, which is good. But here we are, day something, and every day I get a notification on my phone. It's like, did you complete your... Was there an app or something? Yeah. Okay. I don't think there's any shame in it. Sometimes it's okay to fail. I think... You, it's like a pre prerequisite to making any, making any progress exactly, <laughs> unless you look at the failure and you're just you can't get over it. Yeah. Um. But there are always opportunities to learn and grow. So true. I don't always take advantage of them, but I certainly try. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it was really fun to have you back. Um. Yeah, no, I I didn't mind having Matt. But at the end of the episode, I was like, I miss my wife because you had been gone for I don't know how many days. And I was like, 
bring my baby and my wife back, please. Yeah. Um, but it's so it's really good to have you back, mm. even though you've been back for weeks. That's true. Um, but you've been you're back to the podcast this week. Yeah. And Matt said something about him becoming the co-host, and I said, absolutely not. Well, I said you might not actually have a problem with it. Do you want to ask me one more question to finish this thing out? Sure. All right. The last question is just, you gay? <laughs> this is a podcast where people, people do gym stuff, stuff and people other do gym stuff too. <laughs>